Welcome to A Joy To Be Me, a podcast empowering women out of overwhelm, uncertainty, and breakdown to love and embrace who they are. Tune in to learn how to avoid the pitfalls of burnout and start following your ultimate bliss. It's time for the modern woman and mother to start taking her pleasure seriously and let her creativity flow and pursue her big and beautiful dreams. I'm your host, Lydia Joy. Let's have some fun. With another episode for you, picking up from where I left off in the last two episodes. So if you are just now listening to this episode, number 20, and you've not yet listened to episodes 18 and 19, where I talked about the number one mineral imbalance leading to burnout was episode 18. So this is for you if you are someone who struggles with burnout, or perhaps you've heard it called adrenal fatigue, or you struggle with hypothyroidism, or you just feel totally collapsed like you've lost your spark. Okay, so this is for you. And let's be honest, uh, it's a lot of people. (laughs) It's a huge percent of the population, unfortunately. All right, so episode 18, that's where I started this little series I'm kind of picking up on today. And episode 19 was more on the downstream health effects of copper. And in today's episode, I'm going to talk a little bit more about uh, this whole conundrum. And really, I guess I'll focus more on your adrenals and your thyroid in kind of a big, broad overview. All right. So what I want to talk about really quick is burnout. Burnout is exhaustion. It's where you are. You used to be someone who, you know, accomplished things or you were coping with life, (laughs) trucking along, la-di-da. And all of a sudden you find yourself in this collapsed state of health and you can't accomplish anything. And your exhaustion is complete. Okay, so there's there are going to be levels to a degree. Um, you know, and that's a nuance I'll get into in another time. But really, burnout, feeling just burned the heck out. Um, maybe you haven't actually accepted that burnout state, and you're trying to prop yourself up and you're kind of like overstimulating yourself and and trying to keep busy and and using substances like coffee and, you know, exercise. And, but then by the end of the day, you can't calm down and you're drinking and whatever that a lot of people are in burnout and they don't realize it because they won't allow it. Um, And so there's a lot of things people will do to try to, to try to fake (laughs) fake not being in burnout, try to prop themselves up. But burnout is really a state where it causes a lot of frustration. And even I think part of the denial of burnout is people feel guilty. They feel guilty because they just don't have it. They've lost who they were and what they were capable of. And they feel like some sense of guilt that they can no longer maintain that. Um, It could be uh, perhaps how others perceive them or their own perception of themselves. And there's 
often a loss of self-esteem, huge loss of self-esteem that comes along with being in a state of burnout. And part of that is you don't really know what hit you entirely. You don't really understand why you feel the way you do. And for some reason, you take it personally. (laughs) I've been there, okay? So this is my kind of um, mini summation, all right? So in the last two episodes, I talked about uh, the number one mineral imbalance leading to burnout. So make sure you go listen to that. I don't want to recap it all here for the sake of time, but I talked about why we've been exposed to excess sources of copper, the forms of copper that aren't necessarily available for use by the body. And when that occurs over time in a body that's already not robust. So for example, I was born in 1974. My mom was 90 something pounds and she was anemic. So my mother's health was not at all good when she conceived and was pregnant with me. So that gives me a less than optimal start in life. And I don't think most people are really thinking about that anymore. We just kind of take for granted the fact that we should just be healthy and, you know, health is just, you know, a given, but it's kind of not, it's, it's, we're we're kind of in a point of human existence where we are degenerating and we have to factor that into how it plays a role in our, our experience of health. So I had a less than optimal start personally. And I struggled with um, my health my whole life. I just didn't understand it. And I didn't understand why. And I didn't know. Okay. So we, so if you have someone whose body is already kind of a, in a less than optimal state, and then they've been exposed to excessive Uh, things like, for example, I'm talking specifically about copper. It just really has a greater impact on the body. It makes it much easier and much makes you much more susceptible to burnout. (laughs) So I talked about how excess tissue copper, once you've been exposed and accumulate it and go back and listen again, leads to a depression of both of your energy, your two main energy glands in your body, which are your adrenals and your thyroid. And so it's basically when you get to this point where your adrenals and your thyroid, and there's a lot of moving parts here, I'm just kind of summing it up in these two energy glands, they're not optimally functioning. And it's what this is when your the burnout really ensues. Okay. So to really have a full recovery. And I'm not going to say I know how to make everyone's health perfect. I just, I think we get to just recover from a state of burnout to the degree that it's possible for each of us, but it's gonna only be able to occur when you deal with the copper piece. 
So when you are able to eliminate the excess that's been accumulated in a large amount, as well as regulate your, your copper metabolism. Your, and this is going to be connected to pretty much everything, your adrenals and your liver and, and rebuilding your minerals. Um, so, so, so really to have a very full recovery from burnout, from that depression of both of those two energy glands, um, you've got to deal with the copper piece. And when I, I say that because I've seen it <laughs> and I'm going back to the work of Dr. Eck and other doctors who have done the mineral balancing piece. Um, and it's so amazing because it ties and connects to your whole health. And so in this series, I'm trying to make connect the dots for you so you can understand how it impacts every area of your health. And this is why I don't recommend peace mealing your health. I am not a fan of piecemealing. Um, you take little stabs here and little stabs there. You try this, you try that. You get frustrated, nothing's working, yada, yada. But the bottom line is when your body's energy producing ability is reduced, it's forced to make a lot of compensations, a lot. And it roots through your whole entire system and it pulls everything down with it. And many can be highly destructive in the long run. So if you are trying to piecemeal your way back without understanding this systemic breakdown, you'll be missing a lot. <laughs> All right. So I highly encourage you to go back, listen to those. But today I'm just going to try to help you understand how energy really, it really affects your whole life. Everything in your life is dependent on energy. It's really the source of your physical and mental power. So when you're in burnout, you have your two main energy glands, your adrenals and thyroid are not at their peak. Okay. And there's a lot of moving parts when it comes to your, the health of your adrenals and thyroid. They're regulated by you know, a lot of things, but you have this whole, uh, HPA axis that kind of regulates everything and your adrenals and thyroid are part of that. Um, each have their own hormones that they produce and that's connected to a lot of different things. Your adrenals have, you know, several, several jobs, um, not just cortisol. Everybody hears about cortisol, 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 and that is just the tiniest snippet <laughs> of, you know, the role of the adrenals in what hormones they produce. Okay. So today I want to talk a little bit about speaking of cortisol, since you understand that likely, and, um, I'm going to go backwards for just a second and remind you that I talked about how minerals start to burn out in the body. So I talked about that in the last episode where I talked about how that exposure to all the excess copper forms will um, cause calcium levels to rise in the body as a, as a natural defense against stress. Then you lose magnesium. Then you also tend to lose more zinc if, and 
we don't even know, you know, if someone's already deficient. So if you're already deficient, it's an even bigger conundrum. Um, you know, after potassium and sodium rise, they then fall eventually. And what happens is you are basically in this prolonged pattern of burnout when your minerals are burning out, but it usually starts with excess cortisol production. Um, you know, in that state of heightened stress where it's more of an acute current, the longer you're in that and you have to produce cortisol, um, it's going to lower your magnesium. And that has a direct effect on the adrenal glands because they're responsible for your mineral corticoid production. Um, and so when your adrenals are, are getting hit in that way, you also lose other um, hormone production. So you have like a DH, DHEA production will drop. And this affects all your endocrine functions, okay? And this can make you feel <sighs> totally bleh. I mean, boo, low DHEA sucks. And that's actually really common. So, um, so your adrenals weaken in that way. And then your copper is not bound, becomes bio and unavailable and can't be used. And it will start to get stored in the body. Now, then we have a liver problem. And I'll talk about that in a future episode. I'll talk more about the liver and detox and, and certain things. But um, you can't really address your thyroid and adrenals without thinking about how the liver is functioning too. Okay, so in HTMA, whenever I see someone in a pattern where they have this, what I'm saying, adrenals, weakened adrenals, um, for lack of a better term, <laughs> um, some people in the hormone world hate it when we call it adrenal fatigue, but it, that's really how your body presents. So you have this pattern in HTMA where the adrenal, uh, the adrenals are weakened. And, and we look at that through the NAMG ratio. Um, and when that's really low, I also always know people are struggling to properly detox and we have to start to work on that. Um, and this actually increases your burnout. So when you struggle to uh, properly detoxify, your liver gets congested. That's another energy drain. <laughs> um, and that's a whole other conversation. But I just wanted to point that out. Um, another thing, if we go back for a second to how I talked about when you're exposed to too much exogenous copper in forms that your body cannot use without the appropriate balance of other minerals and the calcium rises, this also slows down your thyroid and your metabolism. And when the thyroid gland itself, what, and, and this is a very oversimplified way of stating it because really we've got your thyroid is producing hormones. The hormones need to effectively go where they're supposed to go. Um, you need to receive them properly in your cells. 
So when I say slowing of the thyroid, I'm thinking the function of the thyroid and all that it's supposed to do isn't working properly. That's just a very simple way of stating it. Um, so when that occurs and you're not getting thyroid hormone production properly, or even if you are producing proper hormone, it's not going where it's supposed to go, or it's, you know, the, um, the conversions aren't happening. Um, this is what we're talking about. Slowed thyroid function and then, uh, a metabolism slow down. And so therefore what happens when your metabolism slows down, you cannot effectively burn your food for energy. Um, so maybe you get hungrier because you're not actually using the food you're eating properly. Um, and then a lot of times weight gain will occur in many people. So one of the things about the copper piece, this excess of copper, it can block T3 in the cells. Um, and so, you know, that's another factor. It can also make the cells less permeable. The excess calcium has like a buffering effect on your cell function. It has a hardening impact in the body. And so if you cannot get your hormones into your cells and you can't even, con you can't even get your T3 into your cells, um, you're going to slow down, right? You're not going to have optimal energy, optimal gas. So this occurs and slows the whole system down. It's not just your energy to get up in the morning and go, which really does suck. You know, many people who are in this pattern will really have a hard time get going in the morning. It's just that it takes so much to get going in the morning. There's just like this morning fatigue, this complete exhaustion in the morning. It takes a lot to get moving. <laughs> um, but it also affects all of your function. So it could affect your digestion. It could affect your mood. It could affect your bowels. It could affect your circulation. It could affect so many things. All right. So that is um, going to make it really hard for the body to do deeper healing and have optimal energy. All right. So then I want to talk a little bit about burnout because I talked about how when your adrenals start to weaken, you have this accumulation in your liver. So you tend to have a sludgy liver. Um, you, you can end up in more of a, a, a burnout pattern. And I want to describe it really quickly. Um, and cause when you get to that point, that's when, um, copper will rise even faster because if your liver's not working properly to um, do its job in, you know, making the copper available for use, binding the copper and excreting what copper you don't need, um, you, you end up having an accumulation kind of scenario, which makes it harder to pull out of this pattern. So... And I do have a, uh, an interesting case study that I'll probably share in a video blog pretty soon of someone who had 
gosh, six to seven years of being in this pattern before she finally um, got rid of a lot of that biounavailable copper, the copper that was accumulated and had a huge shift. Um, anyway, so when you get into burnout, you know, and you know, here's the thing, it takes, it, it, we don't know how long anyone is kind of burning out. You know, some people can start out in life in a less optimal state like I was. Some people can be really robust in their health and out of nowhere seemingly end up in burnout. Um, part of that is because we live in hypervigilant um, patterns and we seemingly have energy, but it's not true, pure energy. So back to the burnout. Um, basically, the symptoms that are associated include complete physical exhaustion, uh, depression, resentment, apathy, anger, withdrawal. Withdrawal. You just almost want to become a hermit. And that was me for years. <laughs> um, dizziness. Dizziness upon standing especially or suddenly feeling lightheaded, that kind of thing. If that starts happening to you more and more, um, that definitely is a signal. Insomnia. Poor concentration. Um, tendency to panic. Oof. I remember my first panic attack. I had no idea what hit me. Um, loss of interest in friends, in activities you once liked, even sex. And so when you end up in this, this state where you have this collection of things going on, and maybe you aren't connecting the dots, um, your body will also struggle to convert T4 hormone into active T3. So usually there is both a struggle with the adrenals and the thyroid. And so you may go to your doctor and you may try to check your thyroid and you may try to abate your symptoms by piecemealing things and, you know, taking medications um, some people will end up on acid blockers or anti-anxiety medications, thyroid hormone. But here's the thing. If you do not understand that there's a lot more going on in this deep way, you'll only get so far with those approaches. And that's what I mean by piecemealing. All right. Um, and then finally, I just want to talk a little bit about, you know, the more you end up here, the more you have an emotional stress response and you get triggered. Guys, I hope you're familiar with the word triggered. I mean, it is 2020. <laughs> and if you spent any time watching the news or reading social media, it's likely you have been triggered. But stress and burnout really leads to a lot of emotions. And the later stages of that, that those feelings become intensified. 
So remember back to the beginning when I was talking about this, I was talking about how, uh, you know, you just are like gutted and you have this frustration, this deep, deep seated frustration. Well, that's, you know, that's really a signal to you. If that's you, um, you know, you do not have to accept that. You do not have to live that way. All right. There is a lot more going on under the hood, so to speak, in your body's biochemistry that can be addressed so that you can actually get back to not being triggered by stress and having all kinds of emotional volatility and physical volatility. Um, It's not something that you have to learn to live with. All right. You can, you know, go from burned out to turned on. And that is my mission. And that is what I want to help you with, which is why I'm sharing this podcast and digging deeper into this um, kind of mineral burnout scenario that you won't really hear talked about in most health circles. And definitely, I wouldn't say it's mainstream. So with that shared, um, I, you know, I want to keep this short and sweet. I want to encourage you to go back and listen to the last two episodes if you haven't already. And if you are feeling ready to get help, I'm here. And that is what I do. I'm a nutritional therapy practitioner and I work with hair tissue mineral analysis in a couple of ways. So you can email me, lydiajoyme at gmail.com and um, learn how to get started with your own mineral balancing protocol to pull you out of burnout. All right. So stay tuned for the next episode. I'm going to keep talking about mineral burnout and um, copper and how it um, affects you in your mood. We're going to get into your mood, your brain, your neurotransmitters, um, and start to help you make those Thanks for listening to A Joy to Be Me. I will see you on the next episode. Please share this episode, tell a friend, or tag me on Instagram at LydiaJoyMe. And if you like the show, rate or review, five stars are great. On whatever platform you are listening, Google Play, iTunes, just leave a comment there. It totally helps me out. I appreciate you.